Today is Wednesday, May 4th, 2022. Oh yeah, May 4th. You know, if I was a Star Wars geek, I would say, may the 4th be with you. But I'm I'm really not. I mean, I like the, the old uh, Star Wars movies, but I'm not really into Star Wars all that much. But everybody on Twitter and Facebook is saying, may the 4th be with you. And they're putting up their uh, Star Wars stuff on in pictures and stuff. And I'm just like, I, I'm not... But I'll say it anyway. May the fourth be with you. However, that's not really how I'm feeling today because I'm I'm really upset, and I'm sure other people are because I see that on this on Twitter and Facebook as well about the Supreme Court leak. Now, the Supreme Court is going to be ruling in about two months on some cases that um, could could possibly, and it sounds like will possibly overturn Roe v. Wade, which is a woman's right to choose her own health care in terms of pregnancies. Now, um, I'm I'm a man, so I and I'm gay, so I am never have never been and probably never will be involved in a pregnancy or in the decision to either uh, keep a child or uh, abort a child. Um, so I really have, I mean. I think men in this country have um, overstepped their bounds with telling women what they can and cannot do with their own bodies. So um, I would, I will not be one to tell women what they can and cannot do with their bodies. Uh, knowing that, though, I am really pissed off with this whole uh, leak of the possible ruling on their cases that they have um, up against, uh, you know, on the Supreme Court about um, abortion. Abortion rights, I should say. Now, you might remember that the original Roe v. Wade was actually ruled upon based on privacy, and I believe it was through the 14th Amendment, I think. Um, I could be wrong about that. But anyway, um, this this whole thing, it just, I, I can't tell you how pissed off I am and mad I am for all my female friends and women in the entire country, because... This has been the rule of law for 50 years. It'll be 50 years old next year, from 1973, I believe. And in the in the short time, in let's just say from oh I don't know 2016 to 2020, so much has changed in our country that we can now take rights away from people. Now, this is also why voting really matters. Because in the four nasty years we had with Donald Trump as president, he was able to replace three judges on the Supreme Court, which threw the balance into the conservatives' hands. I'm sure you remember that um, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett were all confirmed under the Trump administration. And as I said, that threw the court to um, the balance was pushed over to the conservative side. What I find interesting is that because I watched all of these things, the confirmation hearings for all three of those judges, they were asked pretty directly, would you overturn Roe v. Wade? And of course, they hem and hawed and hem and hawed. But two of them said flat out that they had no intentions of doing that. And that was Neil Gorsuch and um, Brett Kavanaugh. Amy Coney Barrett, I can't remember if she was asked directly that. But in any case... Uh, they were told, or the committee was told, um, that they would not, that their intention was not to overturn Roe v. Wade, and that that was settled law, as they said, settled law. 
So now we, we get this leaked ruling, the possible ruling on these cases, saying that these five conservative judges all agree that Roe v. Wade um, should be overturned. So right there, that just tells you that um, these, during the confirmation hearings, I should say, these people lied about their intentions with Roe v. Wade. And I just, like yesterday and today, mostly yesterday, I was absolutely disgusted with Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski. Is that her name, Lisa Murkowski? Um, Because they both came out and said, well, we are just flabbergasted that they would have um, uh, lied to us about their intentions with Roe v. Wade. And I'm like, you stupid women, you should never have believed a Republican in the first place. Republicans will tell you one thing and do completely something different. And that has been proven over and over and over again. And these two women who helped pretty much their votes confirmed these three people have changed. I blame it on them. I blame those two for changing uh, the outcome of these of these uh, c- cases because they helped put these idiots on the court. Now, I mean, I know everyone is like scrambling and, and the, uh, shocked, absolutely shocked uh, with this ruling that was leaked. And of course, I think it was it came out of um, Alito's office because it was he 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 would he's writing the. Um, ruling opinion or whatever, excuse me. And and in that ruling opinion, um, all five of the conservative judges are on board with uh, overturning Roe v. Wade. So, I mean, of course, we, could, we know that Alito and definitely Thomas um, wanted to get, have wanted to get rid of Roe v. Wade for a long time. But having these three other people on the court and the cases are such that they can actually overturn Roe v. Wade. Now, I don't really know what 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 the um, uh, what the outcome or what the what the um, legislature can actually do. I'm because like, I'm not sure if now if the I know I think Biden wants to um, our President Biden wants to now legislate um, abortion and like actually write it in uh, you know to put it on the books that it's legal to have an abortion nationally. Um, but I know that there's no way with the, the makeup of our Congress that that would go through because um, the Senate, well, and actually coming in November, there's a good chance that we're going to lose the House of Representatives to the Republicans again, and then there'll be no uh, chance of that happening. So um, yeah, he probably definitely has the votes in the House, but it's in the Senate when it's so close that it would be a um, a tie, and then um, is it a tie, or do they have one at one more? I'm not sure. Um, but in any case, legislative legislatively, I I think it, it we are like um, out of the chance of this actually happening. So um, you know, being becoming legis becoming a law that that women have the right to choose. So um, I mean, again, this just shows you how important voting is. It really matters. If if those senators had not been put in place to begin with through voting, then they would not be there to confirm these horrible conservative judges. And along the same lines, actually more so, if Trump had not been voted in, 
then he would not been, have been given the um, opportunity to replace three judges on the Supreme Court. If Hillary Clinton, now, you know, we would be in her second term right now if she had been voted um, in, in 2016. And, you know, I, I, I love Hillary, I always have, and I, I would not um, be upset with her if she said, um, you know, if she came out right now and said, I told you so. Because all of these things that are happening since Trump has been president and the uh, um, Supreme Court has changed the way it is, she's told us exactly what was going to happen and nobody listened to her. So, I mean, you can go back and say, um, I told you so, and be absolutely justified in saying it. So, But now here's my other concern. What does this mean for other major decisions from the Supreme Court, for example, marriage equality. Does that mean that they will now reverse marriage equality? And if so, what does that mean for my marriage or for any other same-sex couple who have um, taken advantage of the marriage equality ruling? Um, I, I don't know what, what that. What does that mean for our our marriages? I mean. I really, I mean, I really thought that Roe v. Wade was settled law and that that was not going to be touched. They would, of course, and they have, um, eaten away at states' rights with abortion. Like, you've, all of these back-assward states, ass-backward ass states, Texas, Florida, all these states who are writing in, and Oklahoma, and all these states who are writing these laws that say, you know, limiting abortion to 15 weeks, and then the guy in Oklahoma literally last night or, yet, or the night before, I think it was last night, signed into law in Oklahoma, abortion has to take place within the first six weeks of the pregnancy. Um, I don't know about you, but most women do not know, actually, probably 100% of women don't know that they're even pregnant in the first six weeks. So, um, you know, this this restriction is something, I, and I hate to say it, but we're going back to um, The Handmaid's Tale and... You know that those that that show that was showed so many um, you know scary nightmarish scenarios are coming true. The limiting women is um, limiting women's right to choose is just a horrible precedence to go down, especially because the law has been set for fifty years. So I mean, I'm just just, just I am just disgusted. If anyone out there listening to this voted for President Trump, then you're getting what you got, what you paid for. I mean, unless you're, I mean, I can't imagine anyone listening to my podcast who is a conservative, who doesn't think women should have the right to choose, you know, doesn't think that um, marriage equality is something that we need in the country, so forth. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm just scared because I, where, where else does this go? Uh, so anyway, that, I'm really pissed off about that, and I'm scared, and I don't know what's going to happen, and um, I'm disgusted, just dis disgusted with these people. Men who have absolutely no right to tell a woman what to do with her body are making laws and taking away women's rights. I mean, it, it's just disgusting. Now, I have to move on, because I, I, I could go on for a whole hour talking about this stuff, but I just have to stop. Just know that I am pissed off. Now, on a lighter note, has anyone seen the wonderfully gay um, romance between Nick and Charlie? 
I'm waiting for answers. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so last week on the 22nd of, of April, Netflix released Heartstopper, which is a short series. I think there's eight episodes. They're like 30 minutes each. And it's British. And it's about these two boys in a uh, boys' school. Um, one, Charlie, is an out gay uh, teenager. I think he's 14 when the show starts. And then... He ends up after the um, the midterm. He comes back from Christmas break and he's got a new place to sit in his form class. I don't really know what this form class is. I haven't figured that out yet. But he sits next to Nick Nelson, who is this rugby uh, rugby king on the uh, school rugby team, and I think he's like the captain or something. But anyway, um, over time they become friends, and then Nick starts to realize that maybe he has feelings for Charlie. And, you know, without getting into too much detail about it, the show goes through, you know, the growing pains of their relationship and bullying and how other students react and how Charlie's friends react and um, how Nick actually realizes that, oh, my gosh, maybe I'm gay, but or maybe I'm bisexual. And, um, you know, he does all this research online stuff, but he's really going on how it, how he feels when he's with Charlie and. Um, it's just, it's so adorable. I absolutely love it. I mean, to see, I, I think these guys, I, Charlie, I think uh, he's played by Joe Locke is his name. I think this is his first acting role. But um, the guy who plays Nick, and his name is Kit Connor, he actually played the young um, Elton John in um, Rocket Man, uh, who was playing the piano. Um, he's been in a couple of things, too, but um, I think he is just adorable. Um, they're both 18 right now, but they're playing in the show. They play younger people. Um, I think um, Nick is 15 or 16. He might be 16. In either case, if you have not seen this show, um, Heartstopper, I think you will be... Um, like, it, it, it makes you feel good. It um, makes you feel happy, and it just... To, to have such a show like this on Netflix right now, or, or really any service, but, um, I mean, I just, I don't know, I, I, maybe I can't express myself very well, but if I had had a show like this when I was coming out in 1986 or whatever time it was, I mean, I, I, I knew back in 82, actually 81, that I was gay because I had a boyfriend then in high school, um, but... Um, if I had had that then, I would have been much more confident with myself. But that was a whole different time. Nobody came out then. But to see this now, like um, um, the the um, the impact it would have on anybody in high school who is going through the similar feelings and um, being with uh, another guy. And I mean, oh, they also have a lesbian couple in there, too. Um, and that's a really cute, cute couple, too, with it. Um, but the main thing is Charlie and Nick. Now, I should say that this is based on a graphic novel by, oh, my God, I don't even know the lady's name. And I don't want to look it up because I'll make noise on the computer. Let's see. I can't think of, um, oh, what's her name? I think she's British, too. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Let's see. Where is it? Uh, oh, Alice. Oseman, Alice Oseman. Um, she wrote a graphic novel called Heartstopper, and this is the Netflix series based on it. 
they haven't um, talked about a second season yet, but this show has done really well on Netflix, so surely it will have a second season. Of course, we will have to wait until 2023 to see it, or even 2024, the way these things go. But um, I just love it. I love all the characters, Tao, L. Tara, Darcy, and Isaac. I think Isaac, if you if you are watching this, you know who Isaac is. He's the um, chubby guy that he's in their friend group. And he doesn't say very much, but I think he's got a, um, an interesting role in the, in the show. Like he's very um, positive with, uh, with Charlie and how he's feeling and stuff. Um, okay, so that's really, I mean, I, I shouldn't keep talking about it, but um, one thing I did notice about the show um, because, you know, this is very modern. So all these kids have phones and they're all texting and, and they're messaging each other back and forth. And, but one thing I noticed is all of the messaging is done on Instagram through Instagram messaging. And I'm thinking to myself, why, why wouldn't they just use the messages app? I mean, that's like the technology part of me thinking, why are they using Instagram? And then, so I wonder if, um, you know, Facebook or metaverse or whatever sponsored this somehow to get, Instagram as the app because they all of them all of them when they message back and forth they're using Instagram so I, it made me think oh my gosh I never checked the messages part of my Instagram and you know I had all these messages from like a couple of them from a couple of years ago that I never checked because I have my um, notifications turned off for Instagram because I don't want to keep being notified over and over and over again I've got these all these um, you know every time someone posts a picture they'll send you a message I really just want it to be um, just if somebody sends me a DM or whatever. Um, so anyway, now I have that turned on because I, I missed a whole bunch of messages. Not I mean, because you know I have three Instagram accounts, and I really am thinking about um, well, my personal one. I'm thinking about taking it private, so you have to um, ask to become a friend of mine because like all these spam women getting on there and wanting to uh, you know chat with me or request a a uh, message and all this crap. And I'm like, Oh, how do I get rid of these people? Same thing on Twitter. And you get rid of all these, these women who follow me. And I'm thinking about, well, actually with Elon Musk buying Twitter, I'm actually thinking about completely getting off Twitter, but there's so much communication that happens on Twitter. Granted, I know anybody who follows me on Twitter says, well, you never say anything on Twitter. And it's true. I actually do not tweet at all. So I'm thinking I really wouldn't miss much, but I actually consume information on Twitter. I have Twitter open pretty much all day. And I I like to, well, because there's several different topics that I follow. I follow bird watching. I follow the um, old masculinity, uh, old porn pictures and stuff. And um, what's the other thing? Oh, I follow all these different artists on there and I get to see their art. So, you know, I for that, I don't want to give up Twitter. But in terms of me communicating on Twitter, I really just post about when I have a new show out or a new video or something. So I don't, I don't really use Twitter and I certainly don't, I haven't been using Instagram, excuse me, Instagram very much lately either. So, um, but I, I'm going to keep them. I just, I, I might take them private, at least my personal one, not, not the Archer radio one. So anyway, um, all right, what else? Uh, yeah. So if you've sent me a message on Instagram and I just discovered it, I probably didn't reply to you cause it was probably so old. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so I'm going to recommend that you watch Heartstopper on Netflix. And if you know of any other series like this where, um, 
young love. I mean, I'm an old man and I'm not a pedophile or anything, but I just love seeing these young people, you know, get together and go through the emotions and the feelings of being in a, a new relationship and and how that makes you tingle and you get excited and you're just, you know, and that's the other thing about this. I, I need to stop talking, but um, that's the other thing about this show. It is extremely family friendly. The only thing you ever see them do is kiss. There's nothing sexual about this at all. Um, it is just adorable, cute, um, and get, make, get, it gives you good feelings. So um, anyway, check out Heartstopper on Netflix. I think you will love it if you have not already discovered it. All right, that is all I have for today, boys and girls. Um, until next time, bye. <laughs>